Okay, we're going again. Woo! That was the perfect one. <laughs> Wait, did you start it over? Well, I started a new recording just to have that little beginning bit, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, are we monetizing this one? How? No. We no. won't get enough views to make money, though, right? Yeah. No. Okay. We also, also been slapping on our the, uploads. The so. audio only ad we made on YouTube. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think too. it would only be on the. Well, anyways, we don't need it. <clears throat> okay. Whoa. All right, Brendan, you got <laughs> it. Oh, I, need a, I need a sip. My, my throat's hurting. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it hurt more. Sure. All right. I knew it was coming. Oh. I knew it wasn't you, it was going to be me. Ooh. Actually, who are we kidding? It wouldn't hurt. What do you say? Who are we kidding? It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt him. <laughs> Damn, man. we all fucking tired. <laughs> some from work, some from others, some from looking at things bounce. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Be pulling out the three inch punisher with the boys. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> it's so warm in this room! Welcome to the Times Like These podcast, where the topics are hot and the vibes are chill. My name is Poppy P. I'm your main host with me. Joining me is Geb himself, the giant, the god. Geb, how are you doing tonight? I feel fantastic. I've had a great day. I am tired in the best way possible. Me too, me too. Trying new things out for audio, hoping that it sounds good. And not like dog cheek. We will see how that's it true, goes. Mm. But the best part about audio is seeing how it works in real time. So Nilob, give me that 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 supple audio of yours. How are you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing all right. I've got my frosted animal crackers. Ooh. Go. I yeah, woke up with me. from an intense nap for this. My hair is doing weird things. Don't say we don't make sacrifices for you. I woke up for... It's going to be like 2 a.m. when we finish recording this podcast that we have already recorded before. All right. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to it. What about you, Jonah? I'm good, man. Sometimes I can't tell if my heart palpitations are because stress or the insane amount of caffeine I've had each day. But it's all good. My um, heart palpitations yeah. are because I see you. I feel you. Aw. Welcome to college. <laughs> all you, Brennan. All me. Shoot. So, what's going on? <laughs> uh, it's April Fools. Not anymore oh, yeah. for me. Not anymore for you. It'd be late as hell. Um, yeah, we got over here in the in the central land. We have forty five minutes until. The fools are are banished from this realm yet again. Yeah, pranks are illegal now. Yeah, but uh, I think we should jump into it. So, 
Montero by Lil Nas X. What did you guys think of the music video? Oh, wait, before that, can we, can we did anyone get April Fool pranked today? No. No. I don't remember, but I do know there was something that looked like it was supposed to be a prank. Um, ever since, you guys know how, like, memes have been making a resurgence in the past, like, few months? Because people are stuck in home and trying to find shit that, like, used to be funny, and then making it funnier because of, like, irony and it coming back? So you know how one of those things was the fucking, the only a spoonful from King, King Batch? You know, the, the comically yes. large spoon? Yes. So... So, I play a game, a video game of sorts, called Payday 2. And the community of Payday 2 has been asking for a comically large spoon as a weapon in the game since that video made a resurgence. And today, not only did they put it in the game... But also they put in a challenge to where if the community could get 5 million kills with it, they would put in a golden version of the spoon as well. Bro, that's sick. So, that's like the closest thing I have. It's the least interesting, but the closest thing I've got, so. I had one today. So, like, um, we had our, one of our classes, our professor got up in front of everyone and starts kind of like tearing up. And he's like, he's been there for a long time. And he was like, he's been teaching there for a long time. And he was like, all right, well, guys, I wanted all of you to be the first to know, but I will actually be retiring at the end of the semester. And everyone's like, you can feel the energy in the entire room just drop. His wife, who also teaches there, is in the back of the room, gets up and is like, you didn't tell me. (laughs) One of the other teachers is like freaking out. And he just goes, April Fool's. And then like, Everyone just starts dying. Everyone had a heart attack. <laughs> it's great. And he was just like, get screwed. I'm going to be here forever. The mass quantity of cardiac arrest in that room was significantly higher than normal. <laughs> his wife was just I mean, like, tell me this. We saw each other in the morning before we got here. <laughs> his, his wife should have just like fell to the ground and faked like a, a yeah. an attack or something. He's just like, April Fool's. <laughs> just fake a stroke. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, an even I, bigger uh, April Fool's joke, this little Nas X video. No, real quick, I just want to say two fun facts. First of all, despite only having one single out, Silk Sonic has 23 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Damn straight. Yeah. Anderson Pack has overtaken Kendrick Lamar in his, the number of Spotify listeners. Oh, shoot. Really? I know, right? It's almost Maybe like Kendrick, Kendrick should back. make some music soon. That too. I yes. But I think that means our boy is finally mainstream. It's about time. I didn't I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's a good or a bad thing. I can't tell. That's Only crazy. He's got one of his listeners. Oh Red Dead. Yeah. You're listening to Kill a Sunrise? I was, yes. Dude, that whole album is incredible. Anyways, Montero. Yeah. Montero. What, do, what do you guys think so, about the video? 
I, before we started recording the podcast, I just watched the video. The song is pretty good. The video the is, is pretty good. I can't complain about either. They're, they're you know, solid art. I don't know, you know, I, I have no complaints. And I'm not some fucking ultra-religious right-wing zealot, whatever the fuck, saying, oh, this is promoting homosexuality and also sin or something in the media of the youth. I don't know. I've, I've been hearing a lot of claims about it. I have no clue what's going on, if I'm going to be honest. I just know people got upset about it, and then... yeah. Nas himself was just like responding to senators and shit. So yeah, he was responding to like videos of like priests mm. in churches and like mega churches oh. being like, "Mr. Nas, Mr. Nas X has a, released a video and a shoe line of him worshiping the devil and releasing shoes with only six hundred and sixty-six pairs." Now is the time for you to pray and read your Bibles for the end times on here. I will stupid. S- <laughs> Sorry, I, I will say the shoe thing is really interesting. Not even because it's a demonic shoe, but because he's the getting drop of sued. human blood in the soul. No, not even because of that. Because he's Maybe. getting sued by Nike. Because yeah. Nike didn't approve of him using the brand. So the company that I, made the I shoe that, is getting sued. I think that it would have been fine. It's just the fact that people think that Nike has something to do with making the shoe when they didn't. It was just like their shoe was used by a different company to okay. make that shoe. That's how it works? But oh yeah. I I watched the video a couple hours after it came out and I sorted the comments by new. It was it was real funny. Seeing the the all the Christians and the hard right wing Christians in the new comments, just like so, this is where our world has come to. I'm making my kids read the Bible tonight and every night from now on. That kind of sh- stuff. And it's like, dang, the same people who wanted the gays to go to hell are getting mad that they went there. <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't know anything about that. I was just like, honestly, the first time I like I was like heard anything is like TikTok. It's just like people doing videos, like talking like someone in hell or something, or like in heaven. You just have like him like the it party singing while goes on the on the on the pole down to hell. It's just like baiting. Who the hell was that? <laughs> It's like, what is this? Like, why is... I know, but... uh, Yeah, I was just like, what? what, what's everyone talking about? So I just searched... Oh! That's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's an interesting video. Like, I didn't have any problems with... Yeah, I mean, it's a well-made video. Yeah. Yeah. Objectively. I couldn't really notice any, like, visual flaws with it. There was, like, one spot that looked a little weird towards the beginning. If anything, and then, and a plus, man's can work a pole. That should take skill. Truth on the table, man's can work a pole. That's just not easy. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's. <laughs> so I'm really right now for fun. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. 
has, you want to you want to share with yeah. the class? Yeah, so like, give me, give me I, one. So like me being a Christian, I have my views on it, but at the same time, you have to understand. Just like turn it off if you don't like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turn it off. That's you don't have to watch it. You don't want your kids to listen to it. Don't, don't let them. Don't let them. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is like. Lil Nas X used to be Christian. And I think the main thing that we need to take away from this, other than like not the fact that he made this video or whatever, the church needs to take away the fact that like he was so affected and uncomfortable with the church that he would rather like go to hell and yep. accept, accept who he is. So that's that's that. Um, I'm looking at this comment. <laughs> it's this big paragraph, but the dude addresses him as Lil. <laughs> <laughs> It says Lil, Lil. Matthew 24 <laughs> See, even I felt weird calling him just Nas. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, if you call him Nas, there's another. Yeah. There's another Nas that exists. Oh, is there? there. Named Nas. Yes. I don't Nas. know my fucking. He's in you, the same group as Tupac and Biggie. You, gotta, you oh. gotta make sure to say which Nas you're referring to. Yes. Nasix. Nasex, but yeah, I no. I saw a comment earlier that was like, uh, "Is this the standard for men these days?" I can't. I won't. It is like, okay, buddy, then don't. Yeah. No one said you had to. Just the thing he wanted. Who said to this do. was the standard? No, yeah. I just thought it's a very. I understand why people are offended but they're taking away the wrong message mm-hmm. like Jonah was saying yeah I don't know it's just uh, I like I like the video it's just it's, I, mean, I like, don't this isn't the first controversial thing that's on the internet yeah bro no music's been you don't like it musicians have been doing controversial stuff since like that's the whole point of music, music existed controversy yeah. Yeah, like I saw Nick Young. I think he was like an NBA guy. I don't know much about sports, but he tweeted out like, "I'm not letting. I'm never playing Old Town Road again." Something about his kids. Something stupid. It's like this man isn't a man of God, and it's like, my friend, you've cheated on your wife before. I don't think that's very godly. Didn't Lil Nas X respond to that and say something like? Old Town Road was about like, yeah, drugs. it was about adultery and lean. Yeah, that's what it was, and... adultery and lean. Yeah, so. I don't know, bro. Yeah, I, don't think I it also was ever gotta to be say children's though, media. Big respect for Lil Nas X for knowing how to not become a one-hit wonder after Old Town Road. In still, oh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, thing. yeah for sure. He like he he's a master. of Manipulating is the wrong word, but like I can't think of another word. But just like using the internet to his advantage, because the guy lives on Twitter. Yeah, he's a master at like seeing and using opportunity. You know, not letting it go to waste, which I'd say is pretty cool. And um, I get you know you got to give him respect, even if he's like coming under like severely under fire. It's still really cool that he could get something out like this. Yeah. And it's cool that I mean, he he's... can like, get this kind of controversy. Con- controversy. Controversy. Can I not fucking speak all of a sudden? Controversy. It's all right. It's late. You got it. Out. 
Gotcha. Big C word. Controversy. Controversy. The thing is, he also was smart with that, too, because he sparked controversy with the people who people, the majority of good people generally don't like anyways. Yeah. So, like, mm. he was getting support, more support from that. Plus, not to mention the people who were offended by the video, the people who didn't, who already didn't like him because he is, in fact, a homosexual. <laughs> if you guys didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Status update no way. for those who are unaware. Yeah, no, shot. No way. Wow. No way. Can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys see that, you guys see that one tweet of Lil Nas X? It's like some pastor was like, made an article about how the COVID vaccine turns you gay. And he was like, <laughs> it's true. I have proof. Here's a photo of me before and after I got vaccinated. And the first photo is just him smiling. And the second photo is just him doing the same pose, but his hand is like that. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, yeah, that's no. all I have to say about that, though. Yeah, no, I mean, like, controversial music is... I'd say at this point it's kind of important. It's such a staple of music. And it has been for a while. I mean, the best, one of the most clear examples I can think of, of course, because it's just something I connect to easily. Um, Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast was, mm -hmm. you know, everyone is like, oh, it's satanic. It's, it's demonic. Yeah. It's all this evil shit. And of course, you know, they profited off of that because it got media coverage and also their mm -hmm. album art was about, you know, Satan being controlled by their mascot. But then it was still like Steve Harris, the bassist and the person who writes all the lyrics, uh, most of them, made the song because he had a nightmare after watching a horror movie. So he wrote the whole like thing and the whole thing is about like him having song. that dream. Yeah, it's a horror song. So, it, like, the whole thing was about him having this dream and, like, struggling to figure out what's real and shit. And he's using all this imagery and using these terms, but everyone's just like, oh, keyword, keyword, Satan, banish him. He banish all of them. Keywords. But it's actually, yeah. like, fantastic music, and, you know, it's, it's good. You know, I'll just, I don't want to, I don't want to make it too political, but I just want to say, like, since the... The left wing is the one generally flamed for getting offended by everything. But this kind of shit shows that both sides get offended by everything. Well, going on like controversial music and everything is like, I think like with some genres, uh, that's kind of like the big staple with them. Like it's just like rap lyrics and everything. It's always known to be controversial because it's like a big part of it. Especially even with like rock and things like it's always rebellious and that was like the point of it is like it was some it's just really it was created to 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 create controversy to to bring issues into view in a sense. Yeah. And it, it's funny, I Freddie Gibbs has a, the music video for his song Thugging, and it's literally just him and his friends legitimately cooking crack in the music video. There is no controversy for it. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I mean, first of all, don't do crack. Second of all, <laughs> I'm not trying to claim oh, no. Freddie Gibbs because I love that rapper. 
Yeah, I'm just, not, it's um, funny how something like that gets no controversy. <laughs> I'm it's glad that you clarified that we do not condone the use or creation of crack. We are not cracktivists. I mean, if you're on it, like, I'm not going to shame you, but you should probably try to get off. <laughs> tell the, tell the, the crackheads that listen to the Times Like These podcast, good on you, but you I'm might want to be mad. We're it. losing viewers. Rehab like these. I'm sorry. Rehab like these. <laughs> That's our new series. Our new mini series. <laughs> Just a whole documentary of trying to help people out from the side of the street. Oh, go for Dr. Phil. But no, I mean, music. <laughs> music is inherently controversial. But I mean, it's uh, the way it's progressed has kind of been based in drug culture to begin with. Isn't that right, Brendan? Yes. Uh, I do not condone drug use, but <laughs> there is, there is, there's always, an, I say, I think, like, with, like, how new sounds and stuff have, have developed, uh, based off, like, the kind of drugs that these musicians were using. and, like, what if, uh, they took something else instead, like, or like the period is like, is it just how the drug was looked at at the time, or is it also just, of course, like the influence of using that drug? So it's like, everyone's like big on pot, and pot is like demonizing everything, or weed, or whatever you want to call it. But it's like, what if it wasn't? It's like, how was that change? And then, or if like, instead they just did acid, so. Like, if you just scramble around what drugs were used and when the time period of which that genre was created, it's like, what would you get then? <laughs> Did you guys know that acid was used to make acid rap? Yeah. Yes. That's a good example. Exactly. Like, acid's <laughs> crazy, man. But without Did it... you know that marriage was used to make the big day? <laughs> <laughs> Marriage is one heck of a drug, man. man if Not when you want to be on, according to that album. <laughs> if marriage is what was used to make the... a big day, bro, I, I, I'm staying single forever. Y'all on that marijuana, I'd be on that marijuana. Marriage. Damn straight. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, this because there's always like, there's a certain influence of like, listening to like people before and creating off of their tones and sounds, but then also the the influence of drugs too. So I also feel like music wouldn't have progressed in general, either the way that it has or at the speed that it has, if like that mm. kind of stuff hadn't happened. Like we might still be in the jazz age if nobody. Well, took listen, it. listen, jazz, jazz was a crazy time. You fucking. Um, well, we might name? be back in classical age then. Baroque, yeah. I don't know, but uh, nah, probably not though. I do. I think if more artists did crack. Death Grips would be bigger. I think that's what would happen. Well, what if you gave them acid instead? Well, what, what, what sound would they get then? Well, they probably... It's like what? Jimi they... Hendrix. It's like, what if, what if he was just... Instead of psychedelics and shit, what if he... I don't know, some crack. Or some mess, like... And well, then, then after he, that, the person who is influenced by him... 
has some some meth or has some 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 something else instead. It's like does well, that then it's, then it's getting change their like, influence? Then it's less of like we're getting less into like drugs and more into like the butterfly effect, if anything. Because like exactly, if, but that's so, what I'm yeah. thinking. It's like so if it, let's, that's let's, what it is though. If Jimi Hendrix didn't take psychedelics and instead took crack, yes. then that would change his entire direction of music from, say, like, things of the Jimi Hendrix experience or, like, you know, Purple Haze and Spanish Castle Magic changes all of that into something I, I really... Yes. I'm not a very... I'm not I'm, a, a I'm... good expertise in crack, but I feel like it would probably make things more aggressive, maybe? What I'm proposing is that uh, music's influence from drugs can be moved around like an equation so we can see what kind of results it would get. <laughs> of course so. Now I'll say I haven't listened to much Motley Crue, but I know they were like heavy on like coke and heroin. But I know at some point in their career, they actually got sober. And they said the album that they made after they got sober was their best album because they were sober enough to actually do it with pot. Mm. Of course, I won't be able to verify that because I haven't heard that album. But I, you know, I don't think I have. I don't think I've heard it either. I'll have to give that a little. But bit yeah, of but, a listen. but yeah, I was just saying. Like, I guess the reverse is possible too, mm. where they're more on their game when they're sober. I mean, obviously, it's possible because different musicians are always are different. And yeah. how they stuff, and where they're at their best. And sometimes it's just the thoughts makes you want to go back in time and play around the drugs. <laughs> so you think if Imagine yeah. Dragons did acid, they would make good music? No. <laughs> Damn. I'd like to make the claim that no. it'd be somehow even shittier. So I was, I was fucking volunteering today at some medical place. We were just packaging like a bunch of dental stuff for a clinic, sterilizing stuff. And they had the radio play. And they played the same, like, four songs over and over again the entire time I was there. Because I, I was there for, like, five hours. But, like, the same... They played Positions, which I was fine with. They played 3435, which I didn't know that song was allowed on the radio. <laughs> um, it is, but they changed the words. Yeah, they changed... They say, love me till the daylight. <laughs> they, like, changed the numbers. <laughs> so it adds up to, like, the <laughs> name. Really? <laughs> 3434. <laughs> no, but, uh, so, but they played fucking Believer by Imagine Dragons on the radio, on iHeartRadio today. Mm. They still play that song. I heard, because honestly, I remember liking Imagine Dragons when I was like a child. Just because that's what was on the, I liked the radio. I liked listening to the radio when I was a kid. That was the only reason. And I heard the melody. It's a believer play. And I was like, what the fuck was I on back then? <laughs> Are you suggesting that the only way to enjoy Imagine Dragon at your age now it was by taking substances? I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> like, genuinely. <laughs> that's not even a joke. I think that's the only way I can, ima I can enjoy those songs. Let's imagine. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was screaming the word believer at the top of his lungs over no appreciation. 
I can't believe they still play that on the radio. Yeah, remember when he had a marching band arrangement of that? Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We played it one time because thank God we never played it. Yeah, one person made it and it was like not very good. <laughs> I can't even at this point. It's been so long since I've heard Imagine Dragons. The only thing I can remember is fucking radioactive. I can't even remember Believer. I play that. They're I all the same though. It's just him right screaming. Now. Pretending like it's a really intense moment. I have to listen to that. I have to oh, play that. Oh, I remember Believer now. Holy shit, it literally just clicked in my head. Believer. Believer. Oh, God. And radioactive. <laughs> So and then they have thunder, which is thunder, the, the thunder. So I'd like to make a a possible uh, connection. If you were to think that you know the millennials or whatever had Nickelback as their repetitive and like not that good music or band, does Gen Z have Imagine Dragons? I absolutely that's, agree with that. That's fair, you know, because. Because there was a know. time I didn't hate Nickelback. And then yeah. <laughs> there's a time where I so, did. Exactly. <laughs> where I, did. Exactly. I like Magic Dragons. I, I was fine with it. it. I was fine with it until they played it on my bus to school. My bus back home from school at elementary school every single day. And my hatred for it fueled. Look at I didn't this graph. I didn't want to look at that graph. <laughs> 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 the timing of that was so good. But, uh, fucking, I love that video so much. That is, I will say without Nickelback, we would not have one of the greatest meme videos of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Look that, at his graph. That remind, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta send you guys something after this recording. Okay. Look at this well, yeah, no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, funny that you brought that up again because I forget how many years ago it was. But Imagine Dragons actually overtook Nickelback as the most hated band in the world. Damn. Huh. I forget how long ago it was. I'm pretty sure it's still that way. When did people but start it used to be Nickelback? Imagine Dragons? Well, the thing, I think it's they, like when, kind it got, of, when they graduated elementary yeah. school. The thing is, is like, I think at a certain point, it's like, instead of loving, it just became loving to hate. So it's like... Oh, yeah. Because it's definitely it's like yeah. it's definitely better than something I could find it's definitely better than that, but like I, I love would it. rather listen to it than Lil Xan. Yeah. You guys remember Radioactive? Yes. Yeah. Yes, of I course. have to. I have, there's I have there's to. a version with Kendrick on it, bro. There is. What? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember well, yeah, because he at the Grammys uh, when he got nominated oh. for the oh, Kid Mad shit. City, he did You're he right. did Mad City with Imagine Dragons playing in the background. I think that's the only like that's the first Kendrick song that I ever heard, or like the that's the, the best thing heard. Imagine Dragons has ever done. Yeah, that, Kendrick is also on a Taylor Swift song, on Bad Blood. Yeah, Bad Blood. Yeah, bro, they played fucking Blank Space by Taylor Swift on the radio today. I haven't thought about that song in like years. Last time I heard it was in seventh grade in Mr. Hale's class. Huh. Mr. Hale sucks. Yeah, cause he played it on ukulele. Oh. Yeah, the only like modern song they played was uh blinding lights oh of course yeah that was it 
But I was like, man, I used to listen to iHeartRadio when I was a child all the time. Like, that was the hip... That was the... If you were cool in elementary school, you listened to iHeartRadio. <laughs> only, <laughs> only the cool kids listen to Radio Disney. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We'd like Radio beg your bus driver to be Radio, like... I was just going to say... <laughs> I'm Radio Rebel. I'm Radio Rebel. That's IMP scroll. Uh, <laughs> or do you guys, do you guys watch Lemonade Mouth when you guys were kids? Yeah, I've seen Lemonade Mouth like 20,000 times. Bro, honestly, Let it shine, bro. Honest, that movie was the shit when I was a kid. That movie was the shit when I was a kid. Let it shine, Let it shine. with like the gospel dude, but he comes a rapper, right? Yep, yeah, it, it's it's gospel. Uh, um, What's the other movie? The, the one oh, yeah, that, I, I like Let It Shine, too. I remember Let It yes. Shine. Yeah, Let It Shine was really Gospel 8 Mile? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was that about that one dude who, like... That is an over of it, but that's what it is. That, that one dude <laughs> who, like, his friend got famous off of his music. Yeah. And he had to pretend like it was his friend. Oh! Yeah. I loved you, girl. I did it for you. Those yeah. were all my words, and they were... Yeah, I, know. I, I remember the, I remember the cool specific one. details because he sent in his music for like a competition. Yeah, yeah. But he yeah. sent Foxy, a photo with both himself and his best friend. So they thought yeah. it was him. Oh my god. So and his best friend was hotter than him, so they assumed it was yeah. him. <laughs> that was the plot. And he like comes out to her in like this like big performance where he's like finally rapping in front of everyone. Comes out to her. Like everything that's happening, he's like, so you know, I wasn't cool and shit. But I had the words, and he had this. Then he's like, "I didn't mean to lie to you, Rock." Yeah, I remember part of the course. <laughs> Rock, yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. Oh yeah, I. Oh my God, yeah. that just clicked. <laughs> that just yeah. clicked. Because how many details I remember about this movie? It would go, Roxy, I'm sorry, and then it would go dead silent. <laughs> I remember. What the fuck? She just left him there. Exactly. Left him there. <laughs> I'm shocked. Don't we all remember this? I haven't yeah, thought she, about that movie in years. I watched it like that once. That movie was busted. If you want, I don't know what other words to use. I don't know if I would still like the music, but that music when I was a kid was slapping. I watched that, was that some good movie Disney Channel music. literally so once, and not even all of it. But I remember that fucking scene. And then, like, he worked at a club, too, and then his dad, yep. who's, like, a worship pastor, came to the club and was like, this isn't what we do. You remember yep. that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And then he was like, I slept on the couch last night because your mother yelled at me about not <laughs> yep. liking you rapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. I decided to read some of your raps, and I realized they're not unholy. Yep. And then, uh, I remember one specific line is when him and his best friend finally got into the big argument. It was like, you're stealing my music. He said to his friend, you couldn't rap if you had scotch tape and wrapping paper or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, bars, this is the lyricist of the movie. You couldn't I rap if it was Christmas fight. time and you had gifts to give to your younger siblings. <laughs> the beginning was hype, though, because it was like, just like a basic like choir thing. Oh, and then, yeah. Like, like organizes you know, this whole like, upbeat, like, Changed like Kurt Franklin or something. Yeah, because the way the movie ended is that the chick forgave him, and they went to church together. Yep. And did gospel music instead. And and her and his family finally approved because uh his family met her earlier and didn't like she was like this famous pop singer or whatever and they didn't approve. Like, but she goes to church now. 
Yep. And they improve his rapping because he does it for church now. Yeah. It's basically just Chance the Rapper. <laughs> yeah. Bro, y'all remember Camp Rock? <laughs> I, I wasn't a huge Camp Rock guy. Yeah, I watched the first I, one. Yeah, that's really it. I wasn't uh, I was just thinking about it. I don't remember anything about it. I remember a lot of singing. And the never, Jonas Brothers. I was never much of a Camp Rock guy, but I've seen a clip of, I think, the first one circulating again. Where they're doing this weird thing where it's Demi Lovato's like main group marching through like a, a forest trail or something, and they're doing this like weird yeah. posing. Wait, that's shit. the second one. Uh, that's the second one. Is that the one. second one? Okay, oh, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know my Camp Rock lore, so I yeah. know my Camp Rock lore. <laughs> Camp Rock Final Jam. Camp Rock mythology. <laughs> Camp Rock War. Camp Suck. And it's Camp Rock versus Camp Star. Camp that's Suck. The final conflict. Oh yeah. Sure, I, I, well, I, I'm, I just remembered another detail from Let It Shine. How do I I've watched that movie like twice when I was like eight. But yeah, I remember the main villain of that movie is like he's the guy who's just like a freestyle batter with the main character. And his the whole thing is he flexes yeah. a bunch. He's like rice gum. But black. <laughs> and so then the main character sees him driving a taxi and he's like, wait, this dude doesn't actually have Bunch of money. He's a motherfucking taxi yeah. driver. Yeah, yeah. What the? The taxi cab. He's just. Yeah, I remember. It's like I'm oh, saying we're good, but it's a taxi cab. He's like bars. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, bars. Yeah, the guy before that, he's like, "You write her love letters. I buy her ice and pearls." <laughs> I fucking. And his dad was there because he was all happy because he was dropping his stuff and dropping him without using profanity. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Brendan watched this movie yesterday in preparation. <laughs> I no, we didn't. You we didn't. That. Exactly. I don't. It's, the movie I'm was shocked. great. I don't as soon as you did fucking taxi cab, I immediately remember the taxi cab. Adios, amigo. You're over with finito. This clown couldn't wrap anything but my burrito. That's what it was. <laughs> No, no, I'm, the oh. thing last time it wasn't in a song. They were just arguing. Oh, okay. Like, you couldn't rack if you had, if it was Christmas and you had Scott. Oh, my God. I might be a busboy, but you just got served, bro. Yes! Oh! oh. 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 <laughs> that, that, that gives off the same vibe as that one freestyle battle where he was like, it's like they were all bananas, so you better split. <laughs> Dude. I'm literally gonna get a fucking like I'm gonna oh, no. get a oh, noise no. complaint oh, no. from how much I'm freaking out. You, I may be a bus, but oh, that it's... used to be in my head all the fucking time. Yeah, yes, yes. I used to chick... think about that line all the time, bro. Another the one chick is that one's her her one diva song where she's like, "I'm like a chameleon. I'm gonna make some magic. Oh, hey, that's what I said." Oh. <laughs> Do you remember that, Jonah? <laughs> You <laughs> said chameleon. Bro. I know the, the 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 word that stuck in my head was the word chameleon. Oh. Bro, what is this episode turned into? I have no idea. Disney, Disney classics. Another one. Is this that, nostalgia uh, part two? Disney classics. <laughs> What's it? Jump up the the jump rope one. Shoot. I oh. I know what you're talking what about. All that that I know movie about, I is, it was starred Corbin Blue, and the name of their team was the Red Hot Chili Steppers. 
I remember that that movie was great too. What was it? What was I don't it remember that. That's the only detail I remember is the name of the team. Mm, was no, that wasn't Step Up. Step Up was Breakdancing. Step Up was yeah. a different, yeah, franchise. Which was another great movie. <laughs> if it's so great, how come you don't remember every minuscule detail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I remember to the point of Let It Shine? Jump, no, it was jump I don't in. know how. Jump in is the name. Jump, jump in. in. Okay, that's right. I typed the in the name Corbin shit. Blue, and it was like the first option to pop up yep. on Google. That makes so much sense. Family romance jump movie. Something. Yeah. Radio Rebel. Radio Rebel. Radio I don't Rebel. think I ever liked that movie. Really? Even as a kid. I like Lemonade and Math yeah. better. What the, the fucking thing... base he made? Lemonade, I love Lemonade Mountains as a kid. That's the only yeah. thing I, I remember. I still listen to the soundtrack to this day. The only thing I remember I know. from Determinate. Lemonade Mouth. <laughs> the only thing I remember from, from Lemonade Mouth is the main dude, the main actor of Lemonade Mouth, went to jail for some reason. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I know the, the ginger dude. Yeah, the ginger got arrested for, I think, like a I think it's something to do something. with weapons or something. He had a gun or something. something like I, don't, I don't know the details. Oh, I remember one of the chicks in the cast didn't act like Lemonade in real life. Because they had like behind the scenes things during the, in the ad breaks. And I was like, traitor! Bastard! The principal wrote a segue for some reason. And the school was that. like, we, we like sports so much, but we won't give any money to the music program, only sports. <laughs> it's those... It was just the breakfast club... For uh, Disney Channel, where they make a band instead of breaking out of school. <laughs> There's a bunch of misfits and detention with each other. Yeah, that's right. I guess it really was just Breakfast Club. It was like modern Breakfast Club, but instead of delusional shit that they did, they was a uh, uh, musical. <laughs> they made a band. They made a band. They played like crashing the school. What? Do you remember that they played at the pizza place all the time? Oh yeah, <laughs> and they would like all eat pizza there together. And there was like there was like a bunch of like love triangles. I remember the drummer. There's like a scene where he's drumming and he opens like it's like all of us drummers think about it. It's like he's he opens like the closet and he's just got a huge thing of sticks. And at the time when you're watching, you're like, man, that's so cool. But when you watch it now, it's just like a bunch of broken sticks. And I'm like, uh, I I have that same thing at home. <laughs> <laughs> Except they're all just on the ground and not like, you know. Yeah. I, I don't keep them oh, on Oh, I remember they all went to jail too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because yes. the, the school tried to take their lemonade vending machine away and they're like, yep. stop it. Yeah, yeah. And they like tried to like buy the security guard machine. or something and they, they all went to jail. Plot twist. They got fucked up on the lemonade and all of it's a hallucination. Like in the Breakfast Club where they there's a theory where the, the What's her name? That one who get who hooks up with the 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 popular guy as her boyfriend hallucinates the whole thing, and she's just in tension. It's why they get able to get away, like, and everything in the in the in the fucking school. It's the same thing. Instead of breakfast yeah, club, there was all the lemonade. It was just expired or fucked up lemonade, and they hallucinated all of it, and they actually just, or it was just... in that fucking basement. Or it was just a metaphor <laughs> for drugs. Or there were just a bunch of musical teenagers working towards a dream, and you can't appreciate that, Brennan. That's not possible. It's Disney. There has Bullshit. to be some 
there has to be some dark twisted theory that comes out of you know yeah, yeah. i remember, remember they, fucked up, they fucked up one of their performances like hardcore because like the singer had a sore throat or something and like one of them got like stabbed in the eye one so he couldn't play piano correctly and they completely fucked up the yeah Audience and the bassist just got shanked in an alley and couldn't really yeah, I think the, like, the, right. the drummer's hand was like fucked up or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember the part with like the Islamic dad who like didn't want her to play bass? Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> like, I'm not worried. That chick was hot. First of all, that chick was hot. No, yes. yeah, like, she was like dating the one dude. So she yeah, like she was like mom into the, the classic, and then, like classic pretending to be a good girl but actually a bad girl when her parents aren't around. She would play. She would play bass for orchestra, like sand upright bass. But then her dad was like, "No, but that kind of bass is bad. You yep. can't do that." This is electric, and you can wear it as a with a strap. Oh, yeah. there's a scene where she's playing like violin at home. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. She's playing violin at home, and then she starts playing like this. And the dad like comes out the side of the room, like, I "What think, are you doing?" I think I remember that. Yeah. And the drummer's parents are like. Always comparing him to his older brother. It's like, you should play soccer because your brother did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Soccer. Yep. Who gives a shit about drumming? Soccer. And then and the main conflict for the dude who got arrested, which is the ginger dude. Yeah. Was that he had a hot stepmom. That was the main <laughs> yeah. conflict for him. Is that, like, he didn't like his stepmom, and she came to drop off his folder to school one time, and all the kids in his class were hitting on her. My stepmom's a fucking MILF! What do I do? <laughs> exactly. Fuck. Like basically Ant Nave from the newest Spider-Man movies. Oh god. Well, Which yeah, man. This one uh, this went a very different way than I expected. <laughs> yeah, this was Bro, not this how complete, I expected this to, Yes. This, to this is a completely different version of the other version of this episode. I know, this is <laughs> unlike the other. <laughs> Yeah, so real real quick, I do wanna I do wanna talk about that because most of the evidence of that being a thing was corrupted other than a couple like stuff we did before the episode. So that was this Sunday, or the previous Sunday. Um yeah. we were recording this what was supposed to be this episode, episode four, and we got about an hour and fifteen minutes through it. And so like Pretty, we were, we were like, like starting, we were basically done. The, we were yeah, almost wrapping up. We were feeling like, okay, what's one more thing we can talk about? Like, it was never said directly, but we were feeling that kind of energy, you know? I could tell. Yeah. Um, but throughout the whole time, my building here at my college was on auxiliary power because something had gone on. I'm not, I think it was because of the weather. I don't entirely remember why. Um, but my building was on auxiliary power, so the only thing working. Uh, were the hallway lights outside and all the outlets in my room. And I didn't know that until I realized my fan was off and I didn't turn it off. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's auxiliary power, but we'll try and just power through the recording and see what happens and hopefully everything should be fine. And I was lied to because nothing was fine after 75 minutes. So my entire building goes out. The building across from me goes out and I immediately panic and try and send a text to the group chat but i lose service as well the service went out and so neelob calls me and he's like what's up and i'm like my fucking power just went out 
He's like, oh shit, uh, well, Brendan just started recording. And I was like, that's crazy, but I just stopped. So, um, so yeah, no, that was definitely a, um, not good highlight of my day. But then it was followed up by us getting confirmed on, on, uh, Anchor, so. Oh yeah, did we say that at the beginning of the episode? We probably should have. I would like to speak on that now, if it's Go ahead. Yeah, we got caught up with other stuff, but. More important things like Lemonade Mouth. (laughs) <laughs> but that being said, we are now officially on streaming services other than YouTube. Yeah. Woo! So if you like our voices but can't stand to look at our ugly faces, you can now go to Spotify, search Times Like These, or Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Anchor, and listen to us wherever you would like to. Just make sure it's not on Mars and only on planet Earth. <laughs> Yeah, we we have varying um varying <laughs> you like this? You like this? You like this? <laughs> I, I noticed that early. This is like noticed... a <laughs> This is completely on purpose. For those of you on our other platforms who can't see this, it's yeah glorious. <laughs> it's only visible on YouTube. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> I noticed it when it started happening, but I didn't want to say anything since it was Bird like was a tweaking. visual thing. Man, just fucking shaking out. God, the only substances oh. I can consume is water. We're good. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm oh, running wow. on on some orange spice tea. Started <laughs> <laughs> talking about some expired lemonade. He tweaking on his own tea. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, twisted oh, tea, bro. Oh, God. Yeah, part of the mic. ASMR. Oh. I don't have much. Can we say what, what generally what was discussed in the the lost episode? Uh, yeah, n- man. Well, I mean, we can we can bring it up in a later thing if we want to come back to it. The I, main thing yeah. that we really can't come back to was the Dan Avidan situation. Um, we could. It was, it was generally just more controversies and stuff that were happening at the time. That yeah. we, yeah, no, it, like, it was a whole lot of yeah. stuff that, like, at, at this point, it's kind of past, and it probably yeah, wouldn't no. be too beneficial to talk about. We just kind of gave our two I'll cents just, about everything, but yeah, I'll just give a two cents summary of what we thought. Dan Avedan, uh, it was he wasn't a groomer, but what he did was morally questionable. And, Leading girls on, then fucking and ghosting them. But also, I don't think it's enough to get canceled fully over. Because hmm. a lot of people do that. Not that it's justified, but I don't think it's enough to get canceled over. I mean, David Dobrik, he's an asshole, and he yeah, no. kind of deserves to get canceled for that shit. That, though, <laughs> that's basically what we said in a much longer form. And then, then Kirk Franklin. <laughs> Got taped screaming at his son. Let's go. <laughs> and then uh, other uh, black parents were like, "What do you do wrong? You didn't do anything wrong." You call this abuse? We call it Tuesday. What? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just like a recording of Kirk trying to discipline his son. 
because yeah. he he felt his, disrespected. Thirty-two-year-old, thirty-three-year-old son. And we all agreed that if we talk to our families that way, we get we, the same treatment. Yeah, we all like simultaneously get our asses kicked. Be like a psychic link, you know. And then Geb died after that topic, really. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much right after it happened. Yeah, so that was um, a very disheartening night. But we still got on other streaming services, and that was definitely the highlight of my entire week at that point. Um, However, there is a new thing that I discovered last night. And it's another... We we made the joke about how this is kind of like nostalgia, too, because we're talking about Disney shit. I don't even know. We yeah. just started talking about shit. I'd like to make a callback to Palentine's Day. Palentine's Day. Episode one of the podcast, we briefly discovered our predi- oh, discovered. We briefly discussed our predictions for Godzilla versus Kong. Don't say a All word. Right, I've not watched it yet. And you can. And... I want to know on my own what happens. I do not want. Get, a, get out, me and Geb have a war to fight. I don't care. Okay, so... No, I'll uh, uh, so, Deafen, I'll, like, shake vigorously, Okay, and I'll, uh, that'll be your cue to join back in. Okay, Jonah, do you care? I've already had a spell for me. Uh, okay, so you're... Go ahead. Okay, do you want to, like, actually give input? Or well, Mechagodzilla you... pulls up, right? Yeah, so I was right. I just want to say... Yeah, where are you going? Yes, yes, no, that was fine. So so I was almost dead on the nose right, because I said, word for word, because I was playing it on loop, and, like, I made a video on Twitter when I heard when I read the, uh, the, the ending after seeing people talking about it. Uh, I made a video on Twitter, and I just clipped that bit in episode one where we talk about it, and then put that and was like, spoiler warning, by the way, but I was 100% right. And it was me saying, yeah, so I just want to talk about it real quick. Um, so, you know, here's my prediction. I'm going to go ahead and say it here. It's going to be, neither of them will die. Godzilla and King Kong versus yep. Mechagodzilla, because I see Neelob looking at his screen, little cheating bastard. Um, but yeah, no. And I, so, I agree with you on that, yes. We both, we... I remember we both came to that. Yes. However. All, yes. However. So, Josh, because I was in a call with him. Josh was making the claim, and he also made it on Twitter. He wanted me to shout that out. So he also said on Twitter, Godzilla still technically won. Yes. Right? Yeah. He would have won had Mechagodzilla not shown up. King Kong would have been no, dead. No, listen, the movie was divided into monkey lore, monkey fight lizard, three, two times. <laughs> Are you sure? It was, two, three I, times. I, I, where I read, I, I saw. And it then it was times. Mecca. It was three okay. times, yes. Yeah, I saw it was three, but the first time ended with Mecca. First time, lizard wins. Lizard wins. Second yeah. time, monkey wins. Third time, Lizard fucks the hell out of him. <laughs> and should have won. And should have just killed him. But yeah, then plot but saved then... him and needed him for Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Mechagodzilla 
bitch. You know, like <laughs> doing, he was doing Godzilla dirty. You know, I was disappointed in Godzilla on that. I'm be honest. So I still I have not seen the movie because I did not give a shit. Uh, I, I was did. just happy that I was right. Um, it wasn't so... that bad. Louis was, I mean, as far as ratings, I think uh, when I checked last, it was pretty pretty good. It was like 79% or something. Oh, Nilob turned off his camera. Now shit's weird. Yeah. And like 7 point something on I, I Am Something. That's not so too th- bad. Yeah. And also, like, as far as time, it's only like an hour and 50 something. So it's not okay, even like yeah. the two hours. So it's and just then, like, like easily consumable media. Yep. You know? And they didn't even do like an after credits or anything. Any like, kaiju. Because they're like, well, we've kind of just been building up to Godzilla and Kong. So we don't know if like people want more or anything. Put this out. Gotcha. Okay. But they did so leave it as they're both alive. Kong they're is both alive. King. Godzilla is still Godzilla because he did his main thing. As far as story, Kong is king of the the Hollow Earth under, and then Godzilla is on top. So they've they've come to an agreement. Kong takes the the under the earth, and Godzilla gets everything else. And I was a hundred percent right. So is that what we want to say? Because Neil wants to come back. Yeah, we're good. Come on yeah, in. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'll start shaking violently. Right. Oh, fuck! Holy, <laughs> Ow. Holy hell, it comes. We, we, we can talk more once Nilov has seen and Yes. This... I mean, I plan to on watching continued. it this weekend. Okay, yeah. So, next episode, then. Yeah, we could have just waited. It was I, just, I, was, I was really wanting to talk. I was really no, itching I, to talk I about it because it was really convenient that we were recording today, and I found out about stuff last night. So hold up, it's on HBO. Oh, have you Max? not watched it? Yeah, yeah. Well, everything no. is HBO Max now because they can't do theater stuff safely. Oh, okay. I I didn't watch it. There but are I... theater showings though in some places. There so. are. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, no, Nilov. I didn't. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw part of it got spoiled for me, and I was like, oh yeah, I didn't care about this movie, so I looked up the ending. And spoiled it for myself. Dude, Attack on Titan got spoiled for me today. Don't you say oh, a word. <laughs> Wait, like the big reveal? No, 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 no. It's like season two stuff. But like... I thought you watched season two already. No, I'm watching it currently. Okay, that's fine. It's oh, like, yeah, I, I you know will... the, like... You know the like Monkey Titan? Yeah. Yeah. It Titan. totally spoils me like who that is. Oh, really? Yeah. But that's like so far... That's not revealed till like... Technically, it's not officially revealed until season four. Okay, well, nice. <laughs> but I mean, it's yeah, pretty. After a while, you you are able to guess it if you are incredibly smart, or if it's just like. Brendan's <laughs> death. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not saying it. I don't play those games with Attack on Titan. I won't well, say that. No, I will say. <laughs> I will murder a bitch. I will no matter say, who it is. It is, it is worth, all this stuff is worth the reveals in Attack on Titan. I just stop deafening, I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> okay, okay. I will say, all like the big reveals are 
worth it in Attack on Titan because if you watch back from season one knowing what the truth is, yeah. you can see that they didn't just like make up a twist after yeah, they yeah. set it up. They from the before they made the very first episode, they knew yeah. what was actually the writers knew what they were gonna end up doing. And I'll, like I'll foreshadowing was super good. Well, like well, so how it was spoiled was like I was on TikTok. And you know the Brennan, you don't have to deaf now, I'll be careful. But you know the like sniper monkey meme? Yeah. Yes. It shows like the dude's face. It was like I'm a simp. And then it goes to Sniper Monkey and it shows the Beast Titan. And I was like, what the hell? Oh wait, but yeah. did it say his name? Yeah, all the hashtags did. Oh. And in- instinctively I immediately was just like Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I uh <laughs> no, it's super cool looking back at like the big before the twist is revealed yeah. at the end of season three. And it's like, there's so many things that characters say in that show that when you know what's actually going on, it has a completely different meaning. Like, that's super good writing. Yeah. Plus, I will say, because the truth is revealed at the end of season four, season four is entirely different from the other three seasons. Like, it's a completely different show. But anyways... I'm not going to talk anymore because I will get to spoilers if I talk anymore. Yes. Thank you. Smart. And if I see anything on this video or in any comments of any (laughs) of our platforms, I will personally find you and murder you. I'm gonna I'm gonna just like scavenge the internet when I upload this and I'm gonna find a little video card. You know how it's in like the top right corner over here? I'm gonna make it a video card of just some random fucking like explanation of some shit I don't even know. It'll be like why this character is like secretly gay or something, and then it's gonna just show up on the screen and then we're gonna lose Brendan from the show. <laughs> oh, you guys know that you guys know Hanji? I'm talking Titan. Nope. Like the research chick. Oh, dude, she's yes. my favorite. You know that she's actually like doesn't have an official gender in the manga. She's just called they. But, like, oh. They push the female stuff like more in the anime, but in the manga, it's a she's a they. I just wanted to bring up. That's it. She's a baddie in the in the in the anime. She's a, she's hype. She, she a baddie. No, no, yeah, she's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> when in the in season two, when she like holds the priest over the edge of the wall and like, oh yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> She is like a lot of people have died. One more won't matter. As far as the pictures I've seen of Picasso in season four. Stop. Yeah, Picasso in season four. Nah, I've not seen it, but I've seen the pictures of what they've done. Armin, Armin got rid of his yee ass haircut, though. <laughs> and Aaron be looking homeless. I what? knew topic. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so What's up? Over here. No, so I just wanted—I just wanted to—I just wanted to comedically stare at the camera because I was waiting for a moment where I could just say, "I don't know what these words mean." So you were just relating to the audience. You looking at the camera? Any Attack on Titan? I have not seen a single thing about Attack on Titan. 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 Attack on Titan like these. Uh, But you've seen JoJo's. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Fuck. 
fuck you. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> We're all judging. No, no, Your crippling silence was... hurts more than the heat in this room. Fuck you. you, are, you are I, I've, watched, I've watched some JoJo. I, I have. You are braver than I to jump into that fan base that exists. I, it's like I... seeing the live-action Death Note, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> One of our friends has only seen... The only experience he's had with Death Note is the live-action version. That's all he knows about it. Poor guy. All he knows is Light Turner. <laughs> Light Turner. Mia. Mia. What Ryu. a simp. Ryu. With Terry. Black L. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I know oh. about Death Note is the Cosmonaut Variety Hour video of why the Death oh. Note, the live action I've Death seen Note that video. sucks. Yeah. I've seen that video. And it's funny because the same guy who directed that movie directed Godzilla vs. Kong. What a glow up. <laughs> I know. What up? Yeah, dude, even the guy who plays the Watari, like, pronounces his, name, pronounces his own name wrong. Because he's like, Are you Watari? And he's like, I am Watari. <laughs> and then he gets shot. Spoilers, by the way, if you cared about the live action Death Note plot. <laughs> And then they all fall out of the Ferris wheel and die. Yeah. Well, no, Light lives because <laughs> it was actually old. Think I'm joking, but that's what happened in the movie. It, yeah, after prom night. Mm. After after L chases down Light with a laser gun, the Ferris wheel breaks and his girlfriend dies. And then the he... homeless dude takes the package out of the river and then kills everyone. Yeah, and then Light was like, it was all according to my master plan. And then L maybe kills Light at the end. I don't know. They kind of made it ambiguous. But that movie had no right to have an ambiguous ending. Also a scream when you in the beginning. When you first oh, see yeah. Ryuk. When when Ryuk first, first shows up. Yep. And all the stuff is flying around the room. <laughs> Dude, I'm listening to Acid Rap right now and that was right. <laughs> 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 Oh, I thought that was the song. <laughs> I'm listening to Chainsmoker. The entire background is just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, I'm going through our topics list. Um, yo, Neil, I see one here that says, "How often do you feel good enough?" What do you say? What? How often do we feel good enough? I thought we might as well we might as well hit one deep topic. Do we really want to get into that? <laughs> God, right. it's been. Well, I was uh, just thinking. How much? So, how much time do we have? We're at yeah, one ten. Oh, that's fine. So the, this can be our last thing. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So. I don't know. I. It's kind of self-explanatory question. Just how often in your life? Do you feel like you're good enough, just in general, or in any scenario, whether it be like academics, but mostly just in general in life? Why don't you start? Um, I I don't know. Not as often as people as I feel a lot of other people think I do. Yeah, I'm sure you guys know because you guys know me. Mm -hmm. But uh, people who only know 
Nilob, but not Nilob. <laughs> they, For those audio listeners, uh, he just pointed at his heart. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll, okay, first of all, I'll say academics. Okay, Brandon. Academics-wise, I, I, uh, I do feel normally pretty good. But once again, not as good, not as often as other people think I would. Just because my entire life, there's always been one person better than me, no matter where I was. I've always been in second place, and I'm not salty about that. If anything, it's kind of helped me like humble myself, knowing that there's always someone better, whether it be getting second place in the math competition, getting second place at graduation, getting second chair in band. Like, honestly, I feel mostly fine, but the thing that hurts for me the most is that I know I, in everything I've done, I've had so much potential that I didn't, uh, what's the word? I didn't capitalize on just because I was too lazy, whether it be academics or music. And then just in general, like, as a person, I don't know. I feel like an asshole a lot. And I feel like other people who think I'm an asshole don't know that anytime I am an asshole, I feel really bad about it later. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, usually it's just a joke, and when I realized that they took it personally, I was like, fuck, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And relationship-wise, when it comes to girls, there's I never feel good enough. Not a single time <laughs> in my life. But that's the stuff. They're not good enough. You're perfect. You get the prize. You're the prize. Definitely. For sure. What? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Spotify has a full screen option now? It's always on yeah. full screen. I was at that. Yeah, so okay. Does anyone else want to go? I, I, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying I'm to think if there's out. anything else I want to say about myself when it comes to that. I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like I'm very good at making myself look put together. And honestly, normally I am pretty put together. Like, especially like nowadays, like I'm doing a lot of productive stuff for myself. Like going to the gym, being super productive academically, volunteering and stuff. So like, I'm because doing that kind of stuff definitely helps me feel put together. But oh, there's been quite a few times where it's just been a big act because I didn't want people to know. Hmm. But that's my part. You gotta get. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, if you're ready. Shit. Well, I mean, like, so. I mean, I wasn't ready. That is fair. <laughs> I I'd say, being feeling like I'm good enough. Right. That's the the, the premise. Yeah. Yes. That feeling of kind of like feeling that you're good enough to like make yourself happy or make others happy in whatever sense you you're thinking of it about instinctively yeah so it's always kind of been really a a a, not really a struggle 
but more so just something I kind of actively have on my mind because where uh, you guys know me, I'm very hard on myself all the time. Um, so I, I feel like I'm, I consider myself not good enough a lot on the surface, yeah. but I still do, you know, like it, it just kind of depends on the day or like if something goes on like an event or I, I don't know. It feels a little more situational in, in a way. Cause like today I felt amazing. You know, I got two good scores on tests. I just, I, I went to my clinic and I got shit done and I'm doing this now and got homework done. Like I feel like I'm good enough today. Feel like I'm good enough to get through today. But if I'm good enough to get through a, a week, a month, a year, that just depends on how that week, month, or year is going. You know, it, it's just yeah. a like a, a short term perspective. And I haven't really been able to establish what good enough means in the long run or what good enough really is. Uh, not even for me or for other people, just what good enough is. What do I think is good enough for me? What do I think is good enough for the people who I give a shit about if they think I'm good enough or not, you know, like family or friends. What's a good standard for me to be on with people I'm close to? What's a good standard for me to be on for me? It's yeah. kind of a, I just let it kind of circulate in my head a lot more than I probably should. And I guess it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me thinking about stuff, but it also kind of keeps me maybe a little more suppressed than I should be. Maybe a little more, a little more hard on myself than I should be, but I don't know. I think that's a good way to, I still am in that mindset where I think being hard on myself is a good way towards self-improvement. So, I mean, to a certain extent, it, right. if you feel good enough all the time, I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that's desirable to feel good enough constantly. Of course. Yeah, because but I think it's a good thing to want to do better, but yeah. like there's a certain, I mean, there's, yeah, there's this difference between like always feeling good enough or like content with it and always feeling good about something. Because, like, yeah, I mean, if you're in a good place that you feel good about something, but you understand that um, these criticisms you give yourself are more just to build something rather than just something to tear you down, then that's a good relationship for that. Because like, you feel good about yourself, but you have the, the criticism is not so much like tearing you down. Yes. <laughs> I get it. I'm sorry I keep, I keep talking, but I just, last thing to, I guess, round out what I was saying about my own self is that, well, first of all, it's been a long time since I've felt, like, depressed. So, like, it's not that, like, I'm constantly hating myself. Like, I feel good enough, like, usually, like, like pretty pretty relatively often these days but uh i guess the and i guess what i'm trying to say is very when i don't feel good enough it's not that i feel bad about myself or i'm hating on myself usually i think the best way to describe it is that i feel just like fine enough like just completely like average or neutral you feel fine, but as far as 
what you what you're what you're working on or what you have in you as a problem is just, you're not content content yeah. with like everything but you're exactly you something tearing you down exactly like i'm if i wanted to stay where i was i would be fine when i'm like in any scenario like academically or just socially like if i didn't want to like improve then i'd be fine because like mm. i'm not at a bad place but the fact that i have the knowledge that i could be doing better if i tried harder kind of makes the, makes it bittersweet yeah and plus another thing for me um is a lot of i i know it's again probably not a good way to look at things but something that sticks with me a lot is how i used to be how things in the past even things from like last year or senior year how they affect me now or how they can affect me in the future you know like connections with people that may not have been as solid as i wanted them to be or that may have caused like drastic fallout or whatever's going on well then that's still like connections to people i used to be connected to and it could make for a weird conversation or something that may come up if i don't want it to or if i'm just not comfortable with it i don't i don't know it's a lot of like it, it, it's it's a lot of the idea of can't do i think i can feel good enough if i don't feel good enough about how i used to be you know if i still have that kind yeah. of like these these feelings of like guilt that may show up these feelings of shame that may come up for stuff that i would not do nowadays but let myself do in the past that i'm not proud of like how much will that weigh me down and why am I letting it? You know? No, yeah, that's def that's super relatable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because well, I think it's... Sorry. No, go ahead. I, I just think it's stuff that happened, like, years ago. And I just, like, feel like garbage for a second. I was like, why do I still feel like that when it was such a long time ago? But the thing is, I'm not feeling the way I used to. I'm just cringing at myself in the past. I was like, you could have dealt with that so much better. That's... That's always what happened to me. It's like, why did you do that? You could have done this instead. There's so many different things you could have done, except you chose to do that instead because you were an idiot. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 But, like, because you did that, now you know what to do instead. No, it's yeah, like, definitely. At least you made all those mistakes in the past and not now, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what I was trying to say in my speech at graduation the thing is i didn't follow that ideal myself a lot of times that i was trying to push is that all this stuff that you regret from high school like if if at the end of the day you look at them as regrets it's just uh it's not worth the energy because everyone messed up when they're teenagers and instead of thinking about that period of time as like a time where you should have been who you were supposed to end up becoming already. If that makes sense, that it, it was, it was a time for you to grow into that person as much as you could before college. And then college would be a time to grow even more. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. How often do you feel good enough, Brennan? 
Okay, so... <laughs> um, I assume we're just going in the, the order. Yeah, so... I feel like it's a constant thing about... I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Okay. You cut out. Yeah, I think even kind of cutting out this episode, you might be a little bit too close to your mic. You might be like Maybe. Beating. Probably. Hold on, let me adjust the... That sounds great. Okay. So yeah, so all I was saying is I always had this problem like perfectionism. <laughs> um, I've always um, my ideas or standards of myself have always been higher than what my abilities at the time have been. <laughs> so like whenever I I don't meet, I crash and <laughs> um, but also like I I've also related to the side of like. Oh, I look completely put together. I act apart. I can do it all. But whenever it comes to when I'm actually like up going up to a task or something, then no, I'm a mess. And as far as lately, I've I've been having this. You cut out again. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, okay. <laughs> my brain uh, my, cut out. My brain cut out. Um, Short circuiting. It's been more of the things like I like where some of the things my mindset is at is now, but I'd say as far as my work and stuff has definitely been better in the past. And that's something I've been dealing with is that like I'm not happy with my worth work ethic, I guess, or like, yeah, as far as like how I'm handling everything. Even though, like, as far as academically, I've always hated anything to do with, like, academic, like, as far as, like, schoolwork or, like, any, like, class-type settings. Because for me, it's always been, like, something that's been used against Make me feel, like, stupid or I can't even speak a language. Or, um, I have a problem. So it's always been something negative for me. Like, I enjoy, like, learning things and I've always always work to like learn something new or um like do a new skill or something because like, i always feel like like i can i can put floors down i know why shit i like enjoy even just learning math or like english in a certain way it's fine but when yeah. it comes to like actual work it's like i can't stand it and it tears me down already <laughs> more than i already do because like my standard keeps growing from like my curiosity and the work I do. So then whenever I had to apply it to something that has always put me down, it just throws me through a loop. I, I'd say I, I, I know what you mean with a lot of that. I, yeah. I feel that a lot for sure. So one thing about the classroom it's not so much, it doesn't happen really much in college, at least in my experience, but in high school, they don't directly push it, but there's like competition. And yeah. competition might help some people. I'm not one of those people. Competition makes it, makes it worse for me. Yeah. Because I don't like competition, but that's, I, first of all, I don't like losing. That's, why, that's mainly yeah. why. Yeah, I don't like competition. But the second thing is like, 
it it gives me it sometimes it gives me incentive to work harder because i want to beat someone mm. but like it's not real incentive yeah like it's 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 more out of stress and insecurity than out yes. of real motivation to want to like learn and that mm -hmm. that doesn't help me because it'll just make me feel worse even if i do end up quote unquote winning or doing yeah. better and then also more likely than not whatever i learned or got better at i'll forget as soon as the competition's over mm -hmm. yeah because at that point you're not focused on learning anything you're focused on doing the best yeah and that's how oh, I was competition isn't competition doesn't motive it may motivate doing better but it doesn't motivate learning mm -hmm. if that makes sense it motivates getting a higher a higher grade a higher recognition a higher grade it doesn't motivate retaining that information or properly implementing that uh, that information or just being learn. better in the end especially when yeah. you're on the butt end of that because when you're at the low end then it's yeah, no. There's no point. Like, you're not in the competition, so why try it all? Yeah. Plus, like, for me, this... I This might sound like a douchey problem, but the thing for me is, like, whenever I am doing super well or, like, better than others, I've never felt like I was really a person who deserved it because I've never felt that I've worked as hard as all the people around me to do good. I was just able to do good naturally academically so it wasn't out of any like special thing i did it just happened because mm -hmm. i was born lucky well, i wouldn't have a guilt complex about that but like yeah. it's, it's always there well for me even like if it was a town like i never did good on on like the i guess the number side of like the academic or like what showed on paper so how i did so like I knew I would never like reach a certain point on that. So I was like, I'm going to learn as much as I can for me and actually learn it rather than actually getting a high score on something. Because I know it's like, I'm not going to achieve that. So I'm going to do what I can, which is actually learning material. <laughs> no offense to people who, who get the high scores, Nilov. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I've seen a trend with some people where they don't know shit but man oh, no, they yeah. have a nice I'm fully, score <laughs> I'm fully aware that I don't know shit about the real world or how to do practical stuff I'm just book smart I'm fully aware yeah. of that and I'm also fully aware that I always know just enough to do well on tests <laughs> and I forget it Yeah, yeah. but I somehow remember all of Let It Shine <laughs> but which well, that's one's something more we have in common? That's something yeah, which one am I going to be reminiscing about nostalgically when I'm old? Probably neither, to be honest. Remember back in the day when we used to take calculus A, B? Yeah. Remember, remember when that we all hated it? That was a good You remember hating it, but you don't remember it. <laughs> Anyways. Because you learned how to hate it. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Um, how often do I feel good enough? I think in terms of like, I don't know, because then the question is like, is it being good enough for me, like my standards? 
Yes. My standards are constantly like all the way up here, dude. So I'm never giving up. But maybe that's not such a bad thing. How I would phrase it is like, I'm content with who I am, but I'm not happy with where I am because I know I can do better if I put in that work ethic. But the thing is, I'm comfortable right now where I'm sitting. And like, I got a screen right here and I can watch some anime, like drink some water. But I have to get more used to being uncomfortable because that's where growth is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's especially being in, being like a, being a music major, it's all competition. That's all it ever is. But like, it's less about being better than other people, but more of like seeing what you can learn from other people and then being inspired by those other people to do better. So I know. Yeah, honestly, when I first joined like jazz band or like went to like honor bands, when I was like when I first joined, yeah, it felt like everyone was so much better than me when I was there. But that honestly helped me a lot because I felt like being in an environment like that made me perform better as well. Yeah, exactly. They were doing it. Yeah, but sorry, but it was like a healthy sense of competition i would oh, yeah. say yeah, no, for me it didn't even feel like competition it yeah. was because we're all playing well, the same song we all want to go well together yeah, mm-hmm. at that point you're not losing anything with the sense yeah. of like if it's a competition in the sense of grades it's like even if you do well on it you're still like oh man am i going to score the lowest in the class then i won't get like as high of recognition but mm-hmm. if it's still like you're worrying about grades and it's like I'm gonna fail this fucking class, like that's yeah, that's where that there's, point there's a bigger like, level of punishment yeah. and ridicule the, from the it. main and just, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, I was just gonna say is like there's bigger like ridicule and like punishment from that than like just fucking up on a jazz performance because then you're just publicly shamed and that's just a blow to your ego a bit. But it feels better to like come out from than. Oh shit! I'm failing a class, and I'm gonna become a bum who works at Walmart yeah. <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the main thing about like the main competition that's related to like a grading system at all is just an audition. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're doing an audition for an honor band, that's where that kind of stress comes in. But it's still healthy because it's like in that way, it's proving that you can make it into where you can kind of reside comfortably and not worry about that competition any further in a way mm-hmm. well like in a professional sense the competition resides in if i'm not better than this person they will take my job and i will be homeless yeah yeah no that's, that's fucking terrible that's, that's, that's where the competition comes in that's where it's competitive <laughs> because if this person is better than me i won't have money to get bread at walmart and i'll be the one working yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's There's why a, I gotta be. Yeah. You can always. That's why, like, you can always sleep on the porch. When I first got to college, it's like everyone here is better than me. Which one it was really, really, like, intimidating. But two is like, ah, oh, now I have to be good. <laughs> I'm not just like the guy who's good anymore. Because in high school, I was just like the Chad, yeah. you know. But like, once I got here, it's just like, oh, now I actually have to work. I miss that. Oh fuck! I have to put effort in again. Okay. I miss that. Think about you got to bring. No, I was just saying I miss that. It's like oh, I mean, now saying. I just feel like I just like move down. Like I'm just I'm here, man. You will be put in your place. <laughs> I won't be put in my place. You will be the worst right here. Exactly. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what I was just about to say. Fuck. God damn it. Well, what are we at, Gab? No, I was going to say, oh yeah. Sorry, 135? Go. Okay, so the thing about wanting to go to medical school is that even if I work really hard to get good grades in school, that's not nearly enough. Because the thing is it's not just going to school. It's you have to go out of your way, out of the school, find like volunteering service, find a place to shadow and get actual experience in a medical environment and do research separately. So this is stuff the school isn't going to provide to you. This is stuff that you have to figure out on your own. Mm. So is first of all stressful, but also it's also disheartening to hear like all these other people for who like already have it all figured out and like know what's going to go down, even know what medical school they plan on going to when I don't know any of that stuff. So that stuff, I, I don't feel good enough for that. But I also have to remember that I'm a freshman still. Yes. Yeah. I have time. Yeah, and that, that's another part of it too. Like we're we're all in, in, in college, so of course we've gone through the whole like high school climbing of the ladder, but it was definitely like a strange reality check to get here and feel that kind of reset again. It's like, yeah, you're Definitely. in college, but you're still a freshman, so you got to figure this shit out. After it's being like... a bum for a whole break, <laughs> <laughs> almost a whole year. A whole year. Yeah, but no, we talked. The thing is, we've been talking a lot about like academically and like professionally, but usually when I don't feel good enough, it's just like as a human being. Yeah, no, that's what yeah. I was trying to talk about too. <laughs> Yeah, I think it all kind of collides together, in a sense. Like, yeah. at least for me, it's kind of just. Yeah, okay. I think this might be super. This might be super cheesy. What I'm about to say. But after 2020, I've been trying to actively become more like compassionate to pretty much everyone around me, just because 2020 showed how many people hated each other for stupid reasons. And just also looking at like, okay, why are so many people dying and yet so few people care? Why are like black people having such big issues with the system that they're going to the streets to protest on pretty much every single day this summer? And yet there's still a huge amount of people who are just saying, nah, your problem doesn't even exist. Like that's not even that it wasn't as big a problem as it was, the fact that it just didn't exist at all. Why do people just not care about each other? And I didn't, I won't say it, it probably sounds really cheesy, but I just didn't want to contribute to that any more than I might have in the past in just being an asshole. Yeah. But yeah, that's usually where I don't feel good enough. I just feel like I could be a better person to others. That's usually where I've, like I feel, I feel pretty good about the, pretty content. Not where I at the place where I am with that, but I still feel like I could be doing better. Maybe if I had my own money, I could donate to stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. That's kind of what I was trying to bring up with, like, when when I was talking about that kind of like, remin like not reminiscing, but thinking about like, 
past me compared to now me. It's like past me, a lot more of a dickhead. Uh, I know. And, and now me is like striving to improve, so I don't feel that. So I don't feel that dickheadedness in myself, but I also know that I'm not making other people feel that kind of negative energy from me, you know? I want mm -hmm. other people to feel good around me and know that they can. Oh, yeah, being open like this definitely helps, too. Because when I was, like, early high school, I, my emotions were super closed off and, like, bottled up. Like, I wouldn't let anyone know how I was feeling, really. And being in that kind of state inhibits your ability to actually, like, show that you care for people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've talked way too much in this section. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's all good. Um, this, is, this, is, this is good. This is conversation. It's kind of a nifty little thing that we call a podcast. Tony, you sounded like you were going to say something. I don't think so. Oh. Well, I think we're about, it's about time to wrap up. That's what it? I was going to say, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say, like, we should, maybe next one, we should literally just talk deep the entire time so we're not, like, constricted by time. Yeah. Sure. Serious episode. Just have a couple, like, deep questions and just kind well, of... The start I want to say... <laughs> We did not plan on talking about <laughs> original movies. Yes. Not, it's not even that we didn't plan on talking for that long. We didn't plan on talking about it at all. At all. It wasn't no, even was not... in the topics list. It just but showed I, up. I, I will say, I will say, that was some of the most fun I've had on this entire I just, show. No, it was, it was I really fun. enjoyed it. Yeah. That that was, it was not was part so of the plan fun. at all. Yeah, no. I, I loved that shit. That was... I don't know how it came up. I think it... Well, I, I, I can't remember. <laughs> as far okay, I'll 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 speak on this. As far as what happened tonight, I'm a, I'm gonna take a of the blame because how I started and we started this um recording sessions, all the bloopers and shit I said, um <laughs> whatever what makes the blame. It, this is like one of my favorite episodes. So yeah, I, makes it I, into one of my episodes, episode in the beginning of what I've said. We'll explain. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I see where you're coming from. I don't call it blame. I I call it being the spark of a movement. Yeah, I call so it fault. I, I had three or four attempts at just a simple intro. You do <laughs> it's fine. It's no, fine. but it's it's cool. It was a lot of fun. Hey, plus, I don't... think the reason we're talking about that is because we started shitting on Imagine Dragons, and then it <laughs> yeah. all the music. And then I went to Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, I think all, so, lesson okay. learned, all good things come out of crapping on Imagine Dragons. Yes, I'm sorry <laughs> if you're an Imagine Dragons fan, but I will kindly it's ask Mr. you... Mr. Dragons, I apologize. <laughs> oh, you know, it's all about having fun times and a long time ago. Caught right now. On times like these. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Brent, you got the last word. You started hey, this. You. Hold on, before that, before that. Before that. If you made it this far, make oh. sure to listen. Well, I was going to say, make sure to listen to it. Listen to this. If you don't want to watch it on YouTube, listen on Spotify and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We are available on those feeds in YouTube. All other. I can, yeah, yeah, I can add those to the description. You... Um, I'll make sure to do that. 
when I go through and upload this video. Uh, yeah, so check us out on Spotify, Google Playlist, or Google Podcast. Whoops. I'm too tired to be trying to shout us out right now. <laughs> Bro, I got you. I got you. Follow, follow Twitter. Follow the TikTok. Follow the everything. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. We don't have Twitter. We don't have LinkedIn. We don't. We have a Twitter. Follow the everything. Is that it? Follow the everything. We have a Twitter. We have a TikTok. We have a Spotify. We have a... Yes. Well, that's we why we're so We all have Instagrams also oh, yeah. individually. Yes, we do. Yeah, we have my, okay, but my Instagram is like a private thing. I need to make a public. Yeah, so is mine. Mine says it's private. Yeah. So, so yeah, we got. Forget post. that we said that. We're uh, verified. We're not verified. We're on Anchor now. <laughs> Spotify. Uh, we got multiple platforms coming. Maybe Apple. Apple already out. I think. We got I mean, Apple Music. We already got Apple. We are on Apple. So if you're driving, you want to hear our voices, you want to and just reminisce with us, you got it. Just pull us up and listen. Um, if you got any topic ideas or anything you or Yeah, or uh, guest requests. Twitter. Guest requests. Within reason, guest requests. Guest requests yeah, we uh, have of course, of course. We, We've gotten a couple of requests already. One of them was inconvenient, inconvenient timing, so I had to uh, delete the comment, but... We have had a couple of requests already. We have had a couple of ideas. I've made a couple uh, conversations, sparked a couple of conversations, see what people wanted to do. So it's going to be fun. Maybe in the deep talk, we'll get someone. Maybe after the deep talk, we'll get someone. Who knows? We'll figure it yeah. out. I think overall, next time, the deep talk just us. Yeah, it'll just be four of us. Like and then, 15 minutes. Yeah. Overall, just leave your thoughts, your debates, your topics in the Twitter, the Discord. Right about rage. Uh, not Discord. The the YouTube comments to anything fine. Wherever you Just think keep... you can get a hold of us, get a hold of us. Do we need yeah. a secret phrase for the comments? No. I think well, we're, we're at I the end. We're, we're good so. this time. <laughs> yeah. We're good. All right, then you got it, Bren. All right. Thank you for joining us. We've had some interesting times, but it's all fun and game. Times like this. I cut out. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> try, try one more time, one more time, one more time. That would have been so I don't remember what I said. Uh, fun and games, all good fun. We had fun. Deep, not deep, all good. On times like these. <laughs> I see it. Alright, it's fucking, it's, it's past midnight. I love you all, thanks so much. Take care, stay safe. Holy it's too fun. for me. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>